Hey there, it's Melissa Brunetti, and welcome to the Mind Your Own Karma podcast. Hey there, Karma Crew. This is a short episode today. I'm just trying to break up the interviews a little bit with some things that have been on my mind lately, especially after doing the last roundtable conversation with the birth mother, adoptee, and adoptive parent. And I hope you listened to that. If you didn't, it's the last episode from last week. And super great interviews with so much insight into each leg of the triad. If you have not listened to it, you need to go back and listen to that. But what specifically I wanted to talk about today that I've been thinking about since posting that interview, that roundtable last week, is I want to talk about compassion. And I used to think that adoptees were the only ones in the triad that needed compassion, but Boy, is my view changed on that after talking to Catherine and Beth. And when I first started to pivot my podcast to adoption, I really just wanted to get that narrative out there about what I'm seeing and hearing out in the community. And that was my main focus. But as I've been immersed in the community, I'm seeing that all sides of the triad have their own journeys, their own fight to fight when it comes to adoption. And I've seen the need for coming together, all three legs of the triad coming together and having compassion for each other. Because until we can have compassion for each other, we can't expect compassion for our own journeys, our own selves. And where does compassion start? Because there's so many adoptees that are just feeling horrible about themselves, that they're not worthy. They're feeling shame. They're feeling guilt. They're feeling depressed. There's so many things that are going on in the adoptee brain that we end up staying in victim mode. And it's so difficult to come out because it just seems so impossible to break through that adoption fog sometimes. But you know what? It always seems impossible until it's done. And you might be thinking, how can I have compassion for my birth mother, my adoptive parent, whoever was standing in your way of being happy and living a life that you love when you can't even muster up any compassion for yourself. And let me tell you, the compassion for yourself is the first stepping stone in the walk through the fog. And it has to start with the compassion for you. The moment that you are coming out of the fog, you are looking around thinking, what a freaking mess this all is. My life is a mess. Everything that has ever happened to me is just chaotic and crazy. And it's like taking the blinders off and seeing your life with a brand new lens. It's like you just got glasses for the first time and you didn't realize how blind you were. Now you can see. 
And when you put those glasses on and you look in the mirror, you're going, oh my gosh, look at all these wrinkles. I didn't know I had this weird freckle here. I can see these things now. I can see these things that I don't want to see that I didn't know was there. And now that I'm wearing these glasses, I can see all these things that I didn't realize. So now what? So you know that saying, I would do better if I knew better? Well, now that you're wearing those glasses, you know better. And there's no going back once those blinders are off and you put the real glasses on. There's no more pretending. There's nowhere to hide. You can't hide behind your ignorance anymore. Everything is revealed. And it's scary as hell. It can be quite shocking coming out of the fog. Whether you're an adoptee, a birth mother, or an adoptive parent, if you listened last week to the triad talking and you listened to Beth, the adoptive parent, how they were living on the surface and not seeing all of these things that were really going on with her son. She was loving him as hard as she could, and it still wasn't working. Her son was on drugs. He attempted suicide. It was crazy, and she had no idea. She also has a podcast, and I have been listening to the first few episodes of her podcast because her son was on there describing some of the things that he was doing and how he was feeling. And boy, do you want to come out of the fog? Go listen to those episodes. It's chilling. I'm getting the chills right now just talking about it. And I've only listened to the first two or three and I want to listen to the rest. And he's struggling still right now. But man, is he trying Beth's podcast is called Unraveling Adoption, and I really hope her son comes back on after he works through some things because he is going to help so many adoptees that are struggling with addiction and depression and attempted suicide and just mental health issues that adoptees go through. He understands it from an adoptee point of view. He is not just a trauma coach or therapist. He is an adoptee going through a lot of the same things that adoptees go through. So he gets it. So of course you have compassion for her son, but I also find myself having compassion for Beth. She had no idea what she was getting into adopting a child. She had no education at all in how to handle an adoptive child, let alone one from Japan. And Beth is going to be on the show in the next few weeks, but I just have so much compassion for her. She has done so much work coming out of her own adoptive parent fog. There is no way you can listen to those episodes and not feel some compassion for her as an adoptive parent. So whether you are an adoptee, a birth mother, an adoptive parent, and you are coming out of the fog, give yourself a little grace. Forgive yourself for what you didn't know. If you are an adoptee coming out of the fog, give yourself a little compassion for not knowing that you were operating from a traumatic place. 
that you didn't know your triggers, that you didn't know that adoption even could affect you in your life. I just talked to an adoptee the other day who didn't understand that they were operating from a traumatic primal wound that they had, had no clue, and they were self-sabotaging themselves. And now that they're coming out of the fog and they can see the carnage that they have left all around them from operating from this primal wound, and they're like, holy crap, look what I did. Look what I did. And I didn't even know why I was doing it until now. So now I know better and now I can do better, but look what I did. And I don't even know if I can get these relationships back. Those realizations can make you sad and angry and depressed. So many emotions and feelings can come up coming out of the fog. Yes, maybe you did inflict some hurt on other people because of your primal wound. So now the work begins and it's hard work, but it's so worth it. And there is a huge adoptee community out there waiting to be by your side as you work through. But the first thing that you need to say to yourself is, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm sorry. Say sorry to yourself. You didn't know, but now you do, and you're going to do better. That is step one, and it's a huge step. And if you're having trouble figuring out your emotions and feelings around it, maybe write yourself a forgiveness letter. I forgive myself for, and just start there and just write. Or maybe say, I forgive myself because I didn't know blank and just fill in the blank. Just write a list of all the things that you didn't know. And just forgive yourself for all of it. Secondly, I want to talk about how do we get to that place of compassion for the birth mother as an adoptee, or for the adoptive parent, if you did not have a positive adoptive parent experience? How do you generate some compassion for them. And you might come up with a thousand reasons why these people do not deserve your forgiveness or your compassion. I've heard some horrible stories, but I'm not asking you to forgive them or forget what happened. I'm asking you to come to a place that is going to benefit you in the long run. Holding on to anger and resentment towards someone else is only keeping you in a place that you do not want to be. But I know a lot of you do not want to leave this place because you feel like if you do, this person isn't going to pay for whatever it is that they've done to you. So you can stand in that spot and stay there. But what if you never get that apology that you're waiting for? So you're standing in this spot of anger and resentment and not living your best life, waiting for something that you may never get from somebody else. I am here to tell you that 
it is possible to walk away from that spot and live a life that you love without hearing the words that you are waiting to hear. It is possible to live a life you love without seeing that other person pay or suffer. And the hardest part is you want to sit there and stomp your feet and say, but, but, but what about this? What about that? And you can stay there and stomp your foot if you want to. But are you getting anything positive out of that? You can keep looking in the past and getting angry about it, but you're missing out on your future and the happiness that you could have right now. You aren't hurting them by sitting in your resentment and anger. You're hurting yourself. You're drinking the poison, hoping the other person dies. But what if they don't? And let's think about it. What if they did? What if they did come to you and say they were sorry for all those things? It's not going to take away what happened. You might get some satisfaction of hearing the words. But it still happened. And the only way through that is to find some compassion, as difficult as it is. How do you do that? Some of the things that I have done in the past, I have written an anger letter to a person and burned it. And it felt really good. And it was able to let some of that go. Another thing you can do is ask why you can't let go. Why is it that you can't let go? And I'm sure you've got some great reasons on your why, but are they reasonable enough that you really think this person's going to change or give you the apology that you're waiting for? And if the answer is no, then it's time for you to be your own hero and save yourself. You are one decision away from a different life. And what if that decision was to leave that anger in the past and step forward and find a life that you want to live that is fulfilling you? And unfortunately, sometimes that means drawing boundaries and leaving some people behind. People that you wanted things to work out, but maybe they're just not going to. But you need to stop looking in the past because you're not going that way. And whatever these people did to you in the past, that's their karma. So you can just let that go. They have to be living a miserable life. And the only way I get compassion for those kind of people, I have to think, what did they go through? Maybe in their childhood that caused them to be able to treat me the way they're treating me. What must have happened to them to be that kind of person? And I just feel sad. I feel sad for that person. I might not know what it is and it doesn't matter. But I have to think that they must have gone through some horrible things themselves. Like I've said in the past, hurt people hurt people. 
and the hurt needs to stop and it can stop with you. You can leave it in the past. Adoption trauma and the primal wound will probably always be something that we all have to deal with. But the gift of coming out of the fog is that we get to become more authentically us and we can figure out now and give ourselves permission to be who we are and give ourselves a voice. Allow yourself to live a life that you love and deserve. You deserve a great life. And if you're one of those people that look back and see the carnage, maybe you need to go say you're sorry to some people. It might not change the outcome, but at least you did that and it will feel so much better that you did. And the best thing that you can do from that point is start living your life authentically as you can. And you never know what's going to happen. Those people might come around again. They might see the change in you. They might see that change and decide to come back, decide to be a part of your life. And if they don't, it's okay. You will be okay. You learn from it, you move on, you keep moving forward, and I promise you things will fall into place. You can't change the past, but you can change your future. Give yourself permission to set yourself free from the anger and resentment that you have towards other people. If you're old like me, you remember the Andy Griffith show. And Otis would put himself in jail every time he got drunk. And the funny thing was, was he also let himself out when he became sober. He would just reach through the bars, grab the keys, and let himself out. You are holding the keys. The keys to a better life. Are you going to let yourself out? Or are you going to choose to stay in prison, waiting for something to change? That change may never come. I heard a great saying the other day, and it said, Sometimes our lives have to be completely shaken up, changed and rearranged to relocate us to the place we are meant to be. But you can't get to that place that you were meant to be if you decide to stay stuck in resentment and anger and not have compassion for others and yourself. And let me tell you, there are some people that the only tiniest bit of compassion that I can come up with to say about a person might be... I'm so sorry that you're such a crappy person that you're going to miss out on having me in your life. And you are missing out on a great person. In the end, there's no hard feelings and we each go on our own way. And it might be on different paths and that's okay. So I'm going to throw the challenge out there. 
the challenge for change. It is time to not just survive, but to thrive. And there is a powerful moment in life when you get to decide to either tolerate life the way it is or decide to be brave and change it. Because brave people are not born from staying in comfort zones. Brave people are made in the fire. Be brave and step out. I promise you, you're going to be just fine. In fact, you're going to be better than fine. You're going to be great. In the coming weeks, I have some exciting interviews coming up, so stay tuned for that. If you have been listening for a while and have not subscribed, please do so. It is entirely free. You will get notified of any new episodes that come out, and it will help get the word out about this podcast. Some exciting news on the Mind Your Own Karma front. I have made a YouTube channel where I am putting up the interviews right now. And so if you're wanting to listen on a different platform, I am on YouTube under Mind Your Own Karma, The Adoption Chronicles. I also have my karma files on a separate YouTube channel. So if you're into the paranormal and unexplained, you can look that up as well. If you are ready to tell your adoption story on the podcast, send me a message at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com and let's get your story on the podcast. Thanks for listening today. As always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. I'll see you next time.